Hi and welcome to the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas and today we are in Red Hook, Brooklyn at Fernando's Fricatoria. It's been here since 1904. It's been serving authentic Sicilian dishes. The menu hasn't changed. You go in the restaurant and you're transported back to a different era. It's got old family photos, scenes of Palermo, Italy, statues of the Virgin Mary and the St. Francis. Their two most famous dishes are their arancini, which every regular comes to get, and their panel, which is a potato croquette. When we head inside, we're gonna make several authentic Sicilian dishes with head chef and owner Francesco Buffa. Francesco is third generation to own this restaurant and his family, and his son David, who works here now, is going to take over. So we're gonna meet both of them, enjoy some authentic Sicilian dishes, learn how to cook some veal spleen, and amongst some other things. So let's head inside and check it out. Hi and welcome to the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas. So what are you doing here, Francesco? Uh, we make the masteda, the spleen sandwich, and I call it spleen in English. This Feel is my homemade bread. Sandwich. This is my homemade okay. bread. That's what we use over here. And this is the, the spleen. And this, the this is one of your specialties? Yes. It's a very old recipe. Is it originally from, from Sicily? Yes, from Palermo area. And we put over here on the tray. We have some ricotta on top. Is that homemade ricotta as well? Yeah. Awesome. Everything's homemade here. Pecorino Romano cheese on top we put it. And then from there we bake it in the oven. And that's the Vasteda sandwich. Awesome. Okay. After that, we're going to come over here. So how did you cook the veal spleen? First, we, we boil. Boil the vegetables. We boil and then uh, we saute on the pork lard. Uh huh. But after the two to week, you know. Is this like a is this a family recipe? Yes. So how is this always been on your menu then? Yeah, it's my on the main all the time. The rice bowl too. Uh huh. And the panel. That's my main sandwich. And what is the panel? We're not making this that today. It's chicha beans. This is chicha beans flour. We cook as a polenta. Uh -huh. And then, uh, you know, we fry and we put on the homemade bread, so also like, with the ricotta and cheese too. Oh, that sounds delicious. I'll yeah. have to get one of those to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how long does this take? It's a few minutes, just so we toss the bread, because everything is cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have regulars come in here yes. every day for oh, lunch yeah. and order the stata? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For many years, a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, in the kitchen, we have a lot of dishes, a lot mm -hmm. of make pasta. But my strong dish on the pasta is the pasta con sarde. Ah, sardines. I will yes. show it to you. All right, when great. We get that. Looking right? forward to it. Okay, Thanks. Good. So let's head back to the kitchen. Okay. Let's go. So Francesco is going to tell us all about his famous pasta con sarde. Okay. Okay. This is the one my famous dish, pasta con sarde, which requires a little attention to do that. Uh, it requires a lot of recipe, like onions. So 
a little garlic, tomato pastry, sardine. Sardines, yes. Wild fennel, pignoli. Oh, raisin. wow. That sounds delicious. Zafra, and those so, are really classic Sicilian. Yes, it's my number one dish over here. And you cook with a lot of sardines in Sicily, yeah. yes? Oh, yeah. That's why this is a big island in which we have a lot of sardine. Yeah, <laughs> makes and, sense. Uh, unfortunately, we use the sardine. We got it. It's like a treasure. And we use it. So, anyway, from there, now we go, we make the pasta dish. Okay. Do you make your own pasta? Yeah. But not this type. We have other type of pasta dish. We make it the pappardelle. We make it over here. This is the pasta. We use it for pasta con salve. It's no spaghetti. It's the called bucatino or perciatelli. Mm -hmm. It's a thick spaghetti. Right. And, and you said this really is your most, pasta most popular pasta dish? Yes. Excellent. I can't wait to try it. And you're just heating the pasta? Yeah. Put it together. And is everything made to order? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. They make it by order. And is this also one of your old family recipes? Not really. You know, I mean, it's a famous dish in Sicily. And uh, we follow the same recipe for many years, so there's nothing changed. It's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. If you want to see it. That looks awesome. In this deep type dish, we put some background. And what is that? Background. Breadcrumb? Yeah. Why is it? Um... Because that's how they go. <laughs> okay. It's a nice explanation of why this dish they go with the background. And that's what they call the pasta con sarde. So we're going to take this pasta con sarde, the pastetta, and a few other dishes to try and head out to the table. So now we're here in front of these beautiful Sicilian dishes. Again, we're joined by Francesco, the owner of Fernando's, and Michael, who has been coming here since 1980. So to start, let's talk some history about Fernando's. You've been here since 1904, but what's the story behind it? This place has been here since 1904. I'm a generation which I took over from Ferdinando's in 1975. So I'm here almost 40 years, more than 40 years. And uh, I follow the, all the same recipe Fernando teach me. So let's get into, what should we start with first? What do you recommend, the, the arancini? Okay, this is a, we're famous for this uh, rice bowl too. It's a rice we chop the meat inside and uh, and this is your biggest seller? One of the biggest seller. Then the panela and the potato. All right. The potato, we, we make it with the fresh potato, we boil it, we peel it, and then we know. You make it with it. fish, you said? No. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said Not fish. A little fish over okay. here. Also, we have this famous panela, chichi beans. That's chichi beans. We cook as a polenta, and then we put on the wood molding, and we make it one by one. It's a lot of time required, it's a lot of work. We fry and we put on the homemade bread with ricotta and cheese. Mm -hmm. And that's that was what you were referring to, right? That's yes. what right. you said, come for the special. They call it the panel potato special. Then over here, as you see, we have the spleen sandwich. They call it bastetta. 
it's emitted with the spleen. Have you ever had this, Michael? No, I, I can't get beyond the pineapple potato special. This is, <laughs> this is a strong flavor that tastes like a liver. Yeah. I mean, if you get used to it, it's okay. I, I grew first, up on liver and onions, so, time, so you will like that. Every week. But some people, if you don't know liver or they don't like liver, it's a little tough. It's good for you. No, I like it. But some people, like I say, <laughs> it's a strong really taste. It's yeah, strong it's acquired. Taste. And then we have, as a pasta dish today, I present over here on this table the famous pasta consomme, which is my number one dish over here with salad. It requires a lot of work to do that. You gotta clean the sardine, then you gotta cook the sardine, and then we put onion so tomato, uh, garlic, zafferan, we have a raisin, we have a pignoli. That's great. Uh, so put yeah, everything together, they come out with this wonderful dish. What's your favorite um, dish here? As a appetizer, I like the panelli. As a dish pasta, I like the pasta mozzarella. That's okay. my favorite dish. Can you can you cut us um, all a piece of the arancini? Yeah. Yes. Michael and I are hungry. Okay. It's the same size as it was back in 1980. Everything else is shrinking these yeah. days. This rice bowl is the same thing. Well, it's a whole meal in itself, right? Yeah. Looks good. You want to taste it? Sure. Thanks. You know, I really see the, the I don't have to change a dish. You can have it really directly. Good Let's work for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you see, they have the chopped meat inside. Yes, chopped meats. Tomato, cheese. Any cheese? Yeah. No cheese. Yes, no cheese. Cheese, yes. cheese, tomato, green peas. Oh, I see the peas now. It's a very homey flavor. Oh yeah. Good. And nice and moist too. Uh, sometimes the rice bowl can be dry, dry. Yeah, but not this. They one. don't move. Oh, yeah, right. we move. We sell a lot, so we make every day fresh. When you don't move, then it dried up. One day, that's it. It's really, it's really good. Very I good. can understand why people come here, and this is their favorite. They know. And I said it was a meal, but I could eat. I can eat several. <laughs> it's really, it's delicious. All right, what should we try next? Taste the panel. All right, I'm excited about this. You guys are both been talking this up. I already had mine for the day. Oh, I let it, that'll taste for her. <laughs> I'm gonna taste the one for me. And this is chickpea flour? Yes. And, sorry, what else is in the inside? Recap for me again. Just chickpea flour, is it? Oh. Water and Water. salt. Hmm. Simple. It's like fried chickpeas. It's a little spicy though. There's no spice no, in there. No, no spice. Hmm. It's good. You want to taste the potato? I want to taste yeah, it thanks. all, Francesco. <laughs> and this is potato okay. croquette. And what else is in here? Just just potato? Just some cheese. Potato, pasta with cheese in. What kind of cheese? Salt, pepper, pecorino romano. And these are the best I've had in Brooklyn and I've tried a lot. I guess not being from Brooklyn, I've never, I've never had a potato croquette in Brooklyn, so I'm gonna say these are the best, they're pretty good. All right, I'm going to ask to try this veal bistetta, we'll see. Uh, you gotta try that on me, I know the taste. All right. 
close it up. Put well, it, bring it to you. Bring it to you. But Michael's never had some. We have to cut Michael some. You want to cut okay. it in? No, no, Michael. You need to try it with me. We'll cut it in half. You want me to cut? I got it. Okay. Thank you, sir. You're not getting out of this. This is going to be delicious. I've always wanted to try it, but I was, well, here's always, your opportunity. I was always too full. <laughs> so back in 1904, what were Dave, what yeah. kind of what kind of clientele did you have coming, like from along longshoremen off the? When I started, it was mostly longshoremen. Then uh, the longshoremen moved away from here. The area used to be all factory, no more factory, nice residential, nice. But I'm already 20 years, and you know people coming from all over. I have a clientele that come from the Plus Hotel too. They call me the Plus, the concierge, and send the people over here. Because they Google, they see Fernando, and they see how many reviews I got, it, and they want to come over here. So I have a different type of clientele. I mean, I'm waiting for Michael's reaction. It's good. It does. It tastes like, it yeah. tastes like liver. I mean, yeah. Minerally. But it, it, it's, it's very, you know, it's calmed down a little bit with the ricotta and the cheese. I like it, but I also like that really minerally flavor. Mm -hmm. And I was asking earlier, I thought he was, um, I couldn't figure out what, what was on top. It's actually toasted breadcrumbs. That's why they have that dark, dark color. Okay, this will make for you. Mm. I'll give you some for you too. I see the fish. It doesn't smell like sardines. No. After all the kind of recipe you put in, pignoli, raisin, sardine, zafferan, uh, you know, sauce. Okay, I guess you want to go. Oh, that's good. That's delicious. You can really taste the sardines, though. This, this is yeah. for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I taste the, um, I taste fennel. I know now it's a little cold, but you know. Is there fennel in this? Yes. I taste the fennel. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. So, Francesca, what's what's the future of Fernando's? Keep going. My son, David, is going to cover, which uh, I'm going to introduce to you. Come here. I want to show you. Come on, you, you can ask a few questions to my son. He's going to be my right hand. Mm -hmm. Sit down over here. And your name's David? Yes. So David, why do you want to be in the, the family business? To carry on the tradition of the family that's been passed down from generation to generation. So you'll be fourth, fourth, fourth generation. generation? Very nice, very nice. Do you have any plans to add anything new and ex different to the menu? Yeah, I would like to probably add a few Sicilian specialties as a daily special. Uh-huh. But keep the menu small. That's what makes it successful because everything's prepared fresh daily. Right. And you don't find this anywhere else. So, like, the menu's perfect as it is. Yeah, I would agree. So, where can everyone find Fernando's? At 151 Union Street. And that is Red Hook Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn? Yes. Do you have a Facebook or anything? Yes, you can follow us on Facebook. We also have a website. But if you search on him on Google, there's plenty of reviews, pictures. Very nice. Best thing about Fernando's is it's advertised through word of mouth. Yes, yes. Well, you can tell because people. I think everyone in here when we arrived were, were regulars. Yes. Like Michael. Yeah. And the parking's not too bad. 
that's that's always a plus in New York City. <laughs> that's always a plus. Well, thank you, Michael, for joining us, and David, and Francesco back there. I'm gonna head back to the kitchen, and I'm going to try to cook up my own version of a Sicilian pasta dish. So we're back in the kitchen after a wonderful afternoon at Fernando's in Red Hook where they're cooking up the best Sicilian dishes you can find anywhere. I'm making a pasta dish today, hopefully Sicilian inspired, and of course when you're eating Sicilian food you need wine. So I have two choices here for you. I have a nice Sauvignon Blanc, which is very herby, has some citrus and flower um, tones to it. And then we also have an interesting one, it's a rosé. It's made out of 100% Pinot Noir grapes. It's a sparkling rosé. And you're going to get a lot of flavors of stone fruit. So it's, it pairs really well with wine, but it's, it's very different than the, the white wine. They both go great. So let's get started. The first thing we're going to do is talk about this cauliflower. This is a, a Sicilian-inspired dish. Um, so they, they use cauliflower, they use pine nuts, they use raisins. Um, so we're trying to, to you know, do something as good as Fernando's. So what I did first with the cauliflower is I boiled it briefly just so it takes that little um, rawness out of it. We have that and then we have raisins that I also soaked for 15 minutes um, just so they, they plump up. So those two things we have to do beforehand. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to take our pasta and you can use any pasta you want. So this is linguine, but again, you can use whatever type of pasta you like. Just get that in the water. And make sure when you make your pasta, if no one's ever told you this before, which I'm sure they have, make sure it's as salty as the sea. You want it salty, because you're flavoring your noodles. All right, we'll let that go. We are going to add some olive oil to the pan. The next thing we're going to add is our onions, are our onions, and our garlic. Oh. Okay. Turn that heat up a little bit. And you just want them to saute just a little bit until they get translucent and fragrant. Shouldn't take but a minute. Then to that, we're going to add our cauliflower that, again, we've already cooked a little bit. I don't think we need that much cauliflower. Okay, we're cooking now, sauteing that all together. Let's go ahead and add a little salt and pepper. Season it up. And let's throw some red pepper flakes in there as well. Kick it up a notch. All right. So Sicilian cooking is actually not your typical Italian cooking. It has a lot of different influences. Probably one of the um, things that sets it apart from the rest of Italy is that it has a huge Muslim influence. So they use a lot of like the nuts and the different spices and the raisins. That's all from the Muslim culture. Okay, so let's go ahead and throw in our raisins. But again, we've already soaked for about 15 minutes. They're nice and plumped up. And our tomatoes, just fresh tomatoes. We parboiled them and then we peeled them and then we took the seeds out and we just diced them up.
And the other thing that we're going to add at the end are pine nuts. And a lot of people just eat pine nuts, you know, plain out of the, wherever they buy them. But the best thing to do with pine nuts is to toast them a little bit so they really brings out their flavor. They're so much better that way. So we've done that. You can either do it in a saute pan or you can do it in the oven very briefly. But they burn really fast because they've got a lot of oil in them. So make sure you don't make that mistake. All right, so this looks like it's getting there. I still like my cauliflower to, you know, not be mushy. I don't want anything to be mushy. Our pasta looks like it is... Looks like it is done. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to add it straight to the sauce. And another trick that you may not do at home is you, you want to save some of the pasta water to make the sauce. Because if you get you know, all your pasta in the, in the sauce and it you know, isn't enough, you want to put a little pasta water in it and it helps coat the noodles. You know, it's really as simple as that. I'm going to throw in these pine nuts that I have toasted earlier. Sprinkle those around. And Italians are really big on pasta. Some pasta can have cheese and not have cheese. This is one of the dishes that you can put cheese on. So you can put Parmesan on the finished product as well, which also adds to the nutty, salty flavor, which will really bring out those pine nuts in there as well. The rule of thumb is if it has seafood in it, and it's a pasta dish, and you're Italian, do not put cheese on it. So this one's safe. It's a good vegetarian pasta as well. That's it, folks. Let's take this off the heat. That's all it takes. I'm going to get this area cleaned up, and when I come back, I'm going to plate it, and we're going to taste it. Okay, folks, so the pasta is done. It looks delicious. Let's just plate it up. Let's get some of everything in here. Remember, we put the cauliflower, the tomatoes, the pine nuts, the raisins, the red chili peppers. And then I like to garnish it with a little fresh herbs. This is parsley. And then also you can, you can garnish it with Parmesan cheese, too, if you like. And let's not forget our two wines. We have the Sauvignon Blanc, again, that goes really well with what's now a spicy dish since I added so much chilies to it. The Sauvignon Blanc pairs really great with this. And then we also have the Sparkling Brut Rosé, which again, it's 100% Pinot Noir grapes, which is what gives us this really beautiful pink color. And there's a lot of hints of stone fruits and strawberries. And it's very kind of Sicilian if you think about it, because Sicily actually was influenced by, again, the Arabs who brought a lot of stone fruits into the area like apricots and plums and a lot of spices like saffron. So let's taste this. Mm, it is so good. Get that kick of the chili. She got that subtle um, hint of the cauliflower and the raisins tomatoes, pine nuts, those toasted pine nuts. It's delicious. It's light, but also very filling. So good. Mm. Can't beat that. So thank you for joining me on the story of cooking. I'm Sarah Nicholas, and just remember, behind every story is a great recipe.